Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. No Good. problems. Glad to hear it. Hey, you Good. brought the fan back. Thank you very much. Of course much. I did. Appreciate you asked it. me to. I did it. Why yeah. wouldn't I? Appreciate it. Well, because uh, like all what of us... What are you guys so worried about? We're all forgetful well, you don't follow here. through? Well, well any like of us... Through? If any of us were supposed to be bringing something back, there's a chance we might forget. Now, I will say, you brought the wrong remote. Which I means, did? Yeah, which means that one of your kids is going to be looking for the remote for the... <laughs> Fan, whatever mm. fan that belongs to. I was like, man, you brought the fan and I was the sitting remote right next to it. So yeah, it's wrong. I'll take that one back. It's got to be a fan remote, though. I didn't look I mean, at it too closely, but I don't know what else it, it would be. Are you sure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other ones like flat and thin. Yeah, like okay. a little oh, rectangle. rectangle. Yeah. So what's the deal with Lizzo? Is anyone I just read that familiar with what's going on here? Oh my God! I mean, I thought Lizzo was the one. When I think Lizzo, so what's I think, the deal with Lizzo? Yeah, like, I, what, is, what radio shows this? I thought I like to turn to. it off. <laughs> Stupid. So uh, let me start with this. So guys, well, what's the deal with Lizzo? What the hell is going on? How's that? What the <laughs> hell is going on with Lizzo? <laughs> I don't understand. Horrible. I thought she was the uh, unlistenable. Who's the one that said I had to be? I can't even turn it down. Who's the one that said in my ear? Who's the one that said spaz and had to change it? Was that her? That was her. That was her? I think her and Beyonce both. Oh, okay. Both of them had a weird All right. Well, so then maybe... For some reason, I was thinking that she was critical of people for not being sensitive enough, but it must have been the other way around because she said spaz and they had... And I guess she immediately changed it when she found out that that was incentive. But did you see she's being sued by her former backup dancers? Did you read any of this about these allegations? Because, Laszlo, this to me Mm. sounds like something that... I mean, as a Gen Xer, I think you would say... This this is part of what being famous is. I right? think me and Slim got a case. What against who? Against him. Based on this story? Yeah. Well, anytime that we anytime that we participated in anything similar to this, it would have been 
voluntarily. Okay. We would have been at a party. Would you not agree with that? And it would have been probably a party <laughs> that we were throwing for ourselves or right, someone else. All right. So it says here, the headline says Lizzo sued by former backup dancers who accuse her of sexual harassment, hostile work environment. And one of the headlines I saw said that uh, they were weight shamed and sexually harassed, hmm. which the weight shamed thing I think is making a lot of headlines because she's supposed to be the body mm-hmm. positive. Right, sure. right. So I started wondering, like, what does that mean? Does that mean that she was... Shaming them for uh, being too thin, for, right? I mean, I don't, I, I don't mm-hmm. know, because she's supposed to be the body positive person. Here's an excerpt from this. It says, at the club, Lizzo allegedly began inviting cast members to take turns touching the nude performers, catching dildos, we can say that, right? Launched from the performers' uh, privates. Who's performer? And Who eating like bananas. A random performer? Protru- yeah. What's that? Yeah, like, dancers. They're like it's at a strip club. It's at a strip oh, club, okay. and these are the dancers. Like that's why I say it's like a party that we would go to, right? This is like God, a, I thought they were saying performers like her. Yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't uh, like on it was the set of like the Barbie movie okay, or anything. Okay. Yeah. So she begins invi- <clears throat> began inviting cast members to take turns touching the new performers, catching these uh, sex toys as they're launched from their bodies, and eating bananas, which were also, uh, uh, you know. Uh, protruding from (laughs) body parts. I I don't know. Is there a safe way to say that? You're the pro. You figure out a way to say that that we can not have to censor. I don't ever do that. You two are the pros. What? Censor stuff? You just say it? No, where the banana was. I'm not going around there. Well, I get that part. I know you're not doing that. If she asks you, hey, come on, Lazo, go touch the banana. Take a bite. No. You're going home. Even if it means a big payday, you could be her number one backup dancer. Not doing it. Even if you thought, this could make me her number one backup dancer and security guard and just number one, number two. I mean, right? I'm not happy <laughs> about it if I do it. I'm not. I'm not. But it beats maybe working in a cubicle th- to try and make less money. I'm just saying it depends on how much we're talking. How, how much many fame, times do I got to do it? Right. This? How many times <laughs> do you have to do it? I get what you're saying. Right. There. So uh, these bananas had been, you know, in parts of people's bodies, according to the suit. Lizzo then turned her attention to... Oh, the old banana in the <laughs> trick. <laughs> That's how Lazo would describe it. And so good. I hope that you got that. Yeah. The old banana. <laughs> then allegedly... The banana in the tailpipe, huh? <laughs> allegedly, Lizzo starts pressuring one of these complainants um, to touch the breasts of one of the nude women. Oh, touch the breasts. Right, touch her boobs. Touch you her know? boobs. Touch I her mean, boobs. That doesn't seem like such a crazy thing, but where guys were older at strip clubs, it's a little different, and also the women could be the one pressuring you. I don't know. They might be saying, you gave me some money? Step on up. Come on, guys. You can have those shy guys at the strip clubs, and the women come down, and they rub their boobs in their face or whatever, but I don't know what it's like for a group of women, especially when they all work together. This woman declined, according to the suit, and Lizzo allegedly led a chant, goading her to do so. After this woman declined- I like it. Touch her breasts. Touch, touch her, her breasts. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, how long does this have to go on? How much do you care if she touches her boob? After this woman uh, declined three more times, the chant grew louder and more strident, yeah. demanding a visibly uncomfortable touch uh, her breast on three. One, two, three. Touch to her. engage with the performer. <laughs> when she eventually acquiesced, so I guess she gives mm. in after all this chanting, and briefly touched the performer, all the right. group bursts into laughter, the yeah. suit says. Afterward, Lizzo allegedly pressed a, a member of her security staff to get on stage and begin yelling, Take it off, take it off, according to the seat. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, to me, that sounds like normal strip club stuff, but I also don't know what the rules are in 2023. I certainly don't know what the rules are for women. I don't know what the rules are for someone like Lizzo who fancies herself a a sensitive person who doesn't want to offend people. And I don't know if woke is the right word, but she, yeah. was, she was quick to change the lyrics to that song, right? If you went, okay, let's put it this way, Lazo. If you were getting married today and you had a bachelor party in Vegas and you were bringing coworkers as you did 20 years ago mm-hmm. to your bachelor party in Vegas back at the time, 
would you feel any more apprehensive about no. doing it at a strip club? No. About knowing that, or even just inviting people from work? Like, man, I know they're my friends, but I work with them. No. Do we just have to separate work completely no. now and say, if we're going to be work friends, there's certain things work friends can't do because of this position of power that I'm in. I'm not allowed I to. I wouldn't think about it. I mean, now that you bring it up, I guess, maybe. And But I feel like if you just say it's a bachelor party and we're going to a strip club... Yeah, I mean, I've given you enough warning, right? That I guess you can what, now opt out. Be like, yeah, you know what? That's not my deal. I guess what's the punishment? Like, I mean, I, I, I invited my dad, right? Because you're supposed to. Yeah, you know, I'm like, hey, dad, we're doing a bachelor party in Vegas, and he was like, yeah, no, see you when you get back, because yeah. he was like, I don't want to uh, witness the old banana in the tailpipe trick. Yeah, yeah. My dad right? had a blast at my bachelor party. Yeah, he did. He was very upset that my brother took him home. My brother made that decision for him, which I thought was. A little rude. I mean, my dad was a grown man, and my brother, who was his literal was son, was like, all right, Dad, we're taking you home. You don't need time. to see any more of this. Well, I don't know, because my mom said that it's all my dad talked about for the next week. Yeah, every single day. Would have been she said he'd just be sitting there, and he'd just start laughing to himself. And she's like, what are you laughing about? He's just thinking about that party again. She's like, I don't know what you guys did, but he had a blast. Yeah, he did. It was my mom who didn't need to know. Right, but it could have gone south. It could have gone too far, and it could have. And... I mean, we don't have to get into it, but he would have seen your father-in-law do things that he... It would have ruined a relationship. Yeah, I guess. I right? Mean, it was the exact I, right I guess time. it did end with him being happy. And it, maybe and... you'd have been jealous that you were doing that with your father-in-law. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, he's got a new dad. <laughs> oh, ha, ha, ha. Very funny. But the point is, my dad did... You, you can say that you thought it was weird that he was there, but you have to admit he had a blast. No, I thought it was perfect. Okay. I thought it was perfect timing. You know, if you go, you go, you show up, you hang out for a little bit, it gets a, you know, and then you leave. That's how your brothers did a great job. There was no risk, though, of my dad trying to participate the way that my ex-father-in-law was trying to participate. The I thing mean, is, you never know. I guess you We know. got him out of there at the right time. You never know. Maybe he has one too many, and next thing you know, his shirt's off. He's throwing around a checkbook. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. So the quote here says, uh, the stunning nature of how Lizzo and her management team treated their performers seems to go against everything Lizzo stands for publicly, while privately she weight shames her dancers and demeans them in ways that are not only illegal but absolutely demoralizing. Hmm. That's from a statement provided to EW, which I was able to get a hold of. I called up EW this morning, mm -hmm. and I was like, can you guys give me something? I need right. something I need for this Lizzo story. Well, they didn't say how, they weight how she weight shamed them. Just says that um, weight shamed her dancers and demeans them in ways that are not it only illegal. They, they, she confronts her about, you're, like, you're not taking this job as seriously. You know, as we as we hoped you would have, and the dancer took that as I put on a few pounds. Yeah, but she doesn't actually say anything about her weight in that. Clip I know that I saw. That's, she just says that's, that's, that's the accusation. Enough. That's it. Is oh, that, that, well, that's that, right. that it was very uh, that veiled. You know, yeah, that seems vague because you could easily see. Like I thought that she was saying I wasn't dancing good right. enough. Right, I wasn't right. practicing no, my dance moves. From what I read, it was never like explicitly said like that. Well, apparently she has not immediately responded to uh, comment. Among the other allegations, the suit accuses Lizzo of calling attention to a dancer's weight. After appearance at the South by Southwest Music Festival and subjecting the group to excruciating auditions after falsely accusing them of drinking on the job. But that's the only weight thing that I saw. I didn't even think about what you said, though. There's a you know, part. You're not taking this job seriously. Like in a hotel enough. lobby, they say. You're not taking this seriously. She's enough. long been considered, Laszlo, an icon of inclusivity, encouraging fans to accept sure. and love their bodies through her music and activism. Last year, she launched a reality competition series, Watch out for the big girls, in which she coaches a cast of dancers who compete show. to join her uh, official backing squad. I've never seen that, but I'm oh. sure Snowcone has. Mm -hmm. 
Have you watched it? Yeah. I'm sure you've watched yeah. it. In yeah. between Farmer Wants a Daughter and I've never uh, seen it. Huh? I've never seen it. Have you, you seen trailers have for it? No, no big girl no board. dry erase. No big girl <laughs> no board. Big girl. Oh. I don't know if she's big enough. I, I feel like this girl's trying to get in. She says she's big, but she's not really big. She doesn't know what it's like. And to say that she can relate to these other girls, yeah. I think, is a little ridiculous. So you go, Lazo, the people, the people that we hold up and, and think of as, you know, basically leaders of this movement. I think you saints. Just, like, I get it. Like, I don't want to be the guy who's like, you know, oh, you woke people are rid- all ridiculous and everything you say is wrong. I don't want to be that person, but there's got to be a happy medium. I mean, like, that kind of thing should probably not exist in a strip club. Yeah. Like, it gets sexual in nature. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't want to be like... I'm surprised that she would want these people to be around. A place where they're doing those things with bananas and sex toys, that to me seems like she would know, hey, I shouldn't... I shouldn't associate Why? with this based on my public persona. Based on her public persona. Yeah, but if about, the women want to do it, then if the women want to do it, right. yeah, I guess that's fine. But if she's the one goading them on, if she's the one encouraging them, you got to do this. Like they were this. drunk having a party. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. This is why I think you never take the high road. Laszlo taught me this years ago. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, ever no. take the high road because you no. never know when you're going to need to uh, defend right. that low road that you took. Right. For maybe a night. Maybe like if a week, you guys like, oh, I years. think we have a case against her. Okay. Like you guys like Laszlo took us to strip club and. Made us touch a girl's breast. Right. Like, people be like, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> good. What okay. kind of a story would that be? Right. And then he started and then he chanting. Made us do drugs he told us they needed to touch a boob. And then made fun of us. Like, he, oh no, people would be up in arms. I can't imagine. Catch I can't imagine toys. the fallout that would accompany that. <laughs> the church. The church. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Flaslo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Do you think there's something up with music? 
I just I know we're getting well, older, that's so that's part of music. <laughs> we're getting older, so I get that. But I'm around. I'm thinking, what's the deal with music? We're not. We've talked what's about with this. that new music today. We've talked Let's about this talk between about the this. three of us many times. We believe it's gotten bad. That it seems like it's bad right it's now. Bad. But then, if you say that, you feel like an old person who's just out of touch no, with what's good. And we all know that music is cyclical, so sure. you know it, it comes and goes. And there's going to be times that are better than others. And if you look back on it with some perspective, if you look back at, you know, so when I was a kid, like a pretty young kid, grunge got really big. Uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit came out. I was like, however old, nine or 10 years old. It was a huge deal. That really changed things. All the hair metal went away. And then we had all these grunge bands. And then it slowly kind of turned into this, you know, Counting Crows kind of sound that we had for a while until we entered this, whatever the 2000s was with the strokes and all that stuff. And, and, of course, he had emo and all those other things. And then I don't know exactly what the sound of the 2010s was, but it was something. Maybe it was Mumford & Sons or Lumineers okay. or something like that. I don't, I don't know. You guys would be better at, at, at guessing. Glass Animals, Alt-J, those bands were sure. huge, at least in the alternative world. Now it's 2023. I don't really know what the alternative sound of the 2020s is or if we have anyone that we're real excited about. But when I see stories like this, I think this, to me, seems like evidence that maybe things in music aren't so great because – this is apparently history being made for the first time ever. Billboard's Hot 100, and I'm not saying that Billboard's Hot 100 is filled with great songs. I know it's mostly a pop list, and I expect if you said you know top ten songs on Billboard's Hot 100, I'd say they're all Taylor Swift songs, right? Sure, I don't right. Know. I know she had that record for old songs, new songs, whatever. She re-recorded her songs. She had this many songs, weren't even singles that were all in the top 300, 200, 100. But this is an interesting one because it says for the first time ever, Billboard's Hot 100 was topped by three, can you guess what that is? Topped by three no. country songs. Oh. Three country songs. Now, it looks like that has shifted the, today, but as of last night, it was still three country songs. You guys probably have a pretty good idea what at least one of those country songs is. The Jason Aldean one? Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, you think it's tough. We'll try that in a small town. Now, I don't know how big that song was going to be without all of the... It's big debate. Yeah, it probably would have been a pretty big song, but certainly all of that controversy helped, right? Sure. Is the Tyler Childers one on there? Because uh, he put out like a. See. It's not a response to that song, but people are kind of treating nope, it nope. as a response to that nope. song. But one of the other countries. Well, it's just a song about love, but the music video. It's there's uh, these there's two coal miners who are gay guys, and it's about their love story. Gay so coal that, miners. Gay coal miners. Why so did you not pull this up? I'm going to need to hear this. <laughs> yeah. Why would you tell us? The lyrics aren't about that. The lyrics is about it's just a love song. But the and, and the video is more miners? about black lung than anything. But there's two gay coal miners. How do you know they're gay? Because they're kissing and they like live together. It's like they're they're definitely gay in the video. <laughs> and then they live together. Yes. How do you know that from a video? Does it say like the, "Welcome to the trust me, Johnsons" or something? Trust me on this one. This, <laughs> I mean, he watched the video. So let's pull the video been. up. Okay, I will pull it up. I but just I'll, understand that's a lot to get from a video. They're coal miners. They're gay. They have black. But lung, people are people are assuming he put that out like as a response because he tweeted at Jason Aldean and was like, you know, "F you, not from a small town or whatever." And he's uh, like a rebel, cool country. Like, what's this guy's name again? Tyler Childers. Okay, so is it possible? That, so it sounds like this song already existed. And then he's like, "I'm going to make a music video to make it kind, kind of, of a in response." Because yeah. I don't have time to so write a country song. That's pretty difficult. Top three to respond to Jason Aldean, but we can make a video with gay guys, and that'll make Aldean angry. It didn't hurt. <laughs> That's his, people uh, treating it as at least. I don't know if that was his intention, but. It didn't hurt his uh, chart-topping ability, though, because apparently it was number one. We we have talked about at least one of these other, other songs, though, but uh, I don't know if we know this second one. 
Do you know that one? No. Anyone? Last Night by Morgan Wallen. Do you know that's another racist? He's oh, he is. Huge. Yeah. he's huge. You just you put that out there. Is yeah, it, he's uh, a racist. No, he got caught on the ring doorbell using the N word. Oh, yeah. that's the guy that was supposed to yeah. do SNL and then yeah. didn't yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, "Yeah, you don't have to apologize for that. This is country music. Come on back." <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess you know. I don't know that he did SNL. Did he do SNL? No. Did they let him no. come back? Okay, they had good. Foo Fighters, I think, replaced. But him. it seemed like it was going to be this big scandal, and we all said at the time, like, how is this going to be a big scandal? He's a country artist, and especially with. Kind of well, the I mean, world I, that we're living in. in this world now, you know, throwing around the N word is you, you know, would think he's you'd like to huge think huge now. Like that yeah, didn't people love him. That did no, nothing. it didn't yeah. hurt him. It helped him. Yeah, and yeah. he's super young, right? Yeah, he's he's young. And then the last one is the one that we talked about because I know there's been a lot of talk of appropriation, cultural appropriation. How this was somehow racist that he did this song. Get a fast car. Oh yeah, we talked about that. What's that whole argument that that's. Well, she said Racist she liked different. it. Right. She gave him permission she and she gets... Yeah, yeah, I saw her doing... Like, I was flipping through channels and she was being interviewed by someone and she was like, yeah, I no, saw her I too. It. Yeah, yeah. She, she gave permission, said that she likes it a lot, and, and she also it, gets paid for it. Yeah, and it turns other people on Under to her song, music. That people that, you know, that song is obviously right. many years old and now there's a whole new generation of people that never would have heard it. Right. And she was happy about it, which is weird. Like, you think you just go straight to her and ask, hey, are you upset? Did he steal this from you? Did he? Is he not giving you credit? Then you could get mad. But when she's like, no, I'm... Totally right. good with that. I'm happy that he's doing it. I'm making music. So the top three uh, Billboard Hot 100 songs for the first time ever are uh, country two songs. songs and a white guy stealing a black lady's money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. Right. Isn't that something? Oh, here we are. Yeah. Now I will say there's What's been an going update. What's the music today? <laughs> there it's is an update. as hell. Because now I see number one, uh, Jason Aldean got pushed out, mm. and there's another song I've never heard of this. Uh, Jung Cook or Young Cook? I don't know how you say this guy's name. Do you, Snow Cone's the music I hear who usually knows a lot of the pop song, no, pop nothing. songs, called uh, Seven featuring Lotto. Do you know this at I all? Know Lotto. You do know Lotto? I knew he'd know at least Lotto's the female rapper. Lotto's a female rapper? Yeah, so along, along the vein of like Ice Spice and those kind of girls. Okay. Well, so I guess this technically now is number one. So maybe things. She was on The Bachelor. She, what, is that how she got started? No, she performed on The Bachelor one. Oh, okay. So you wrote her down on the board? Yeah. I mean, this to me, I expect. That's fine. Whatever. Some crappy pop right. song. But for three country songs, I mean, they have, you know. Don't you country folks have your own charts? I believe you do. You have the country. Well, wherever. I watched that. Did you watch that um, hair metal documentary? Yes, on I did. did you watch yes, it? Yes, I did. I did. I thought they had an interesting point. They kind of gloss over it very quick, but... They're t- talking to all those bands, and then they were like, and then grunge came, yeah, and it was over for us. We yeah. were done. Yeah. But then one of the guys is like, everybody oversimplifies that. They're like, it wasn't grunge that killed us. And they showed like record sales, and they're like, it would have taken Nirvana to s- five times to sell as many records as Garth Brooks. Our fans didn't necessarily go and listen to Nirvana. They turned into country music fans and country music fan, and then they showed country music with all the big fireworks and yeah. they were like, and you know, we were getting in trouble for having hot girls in videos and all those things, but now and then they started showing videos from country music and it was just you know country guys with hot girls drinking beers. It was the same thing. Yep. And they're like, that's what did it was Garth Brooks, not Nirvana. 
And yeah. I was like, well, that's a really interesting take. I thought so, too. And I also thought, it, I'd never really thought about it before, but the idea that you would go from loving Motley Crue and Poison to Nirvana. But they were just big ballads, you know, though. Exactly. Think about it. Once exactly. they showed it, so I was like, no, you, they are. But going they to country much makes much more sense. Right. Yeah, much more sense. I just sense. never thought of it before. Me neither. But I, so I don't know. I mean, look, we, we don't have perspective to look back at this yet. But you're a music guy, Lazo. You've been working in the music industry, you know, in radio for a long time. Sure. You've had to listen to a lot of new artists and, and try and predict whether or not the song right. or the band is going to be successful. You've had to try and put together shows that would sell tickets. You've had to try and decide what old songs people want to continue to hear versus what new songs people sure. want to hear. All of that. And, and, you're, and you're also surrounded by it in the sense that you read those magazines. Sure. You talk to those people. Does it not feel like it's more than just us being like, well, we're old and we don't get it anymore and get off my lawn? It There's does. nothing that's really... I try. I try. I still do try. I look at the new releases. I listen to I, them every week. And I give them a listen and I try and give some of them an extra listen. Like even if I just think I'm not positive that I absolutely hate this, then I'll give it more of my time. But my whole life... I. I've been the kind of person, usually I, I get an idea whether or not I'm going to like something pretty quick. Pretty quickly. Yeah. I don't usually have to listen to it over and over and over to let it wear on me. And I'm like, you know, that's not so bad. That's not how it's. It, I can hear something in a TV show that I've never heard before in the background and go, Ooh, what's that? And I know right. that that's something that I'm going to dig. It feels like we've been going anything. for quite some time. And, and we all just expect that there's going to be, or at least a lot of us expect it for a long time, there's going to be another movement, another well, I Nirvana. I do believe that. You, you still believe that. Yeah, something's coming. You still believe that there could be uh, the modern-day version of somewhere. Nirvana. I don't know what it is, but there's a kid somewhere making good music. And, it and may, he just hasn't been found yet. And it may not be... May not be... Guitars drums, and drums either, Yeah, it may not be guitars and drums. I don't know what it is. But you're confident. But he's working on it. Okay. She's working on it. Yeah. They're working on it. I just started to, started to lose hope a little bit. The country music thing wouldn't be so bad... If you said that the top three biggest uh, Billboard songs are all country songs, first of all, I guess I would have thought that maybe that had happened before. But the fact that it's never happened before kind of just, to me, adds to this idea that we're in a real slump and that it's a slump that's lasted a long time. I mean, even in the 80s, sure, you had hair metal, which you weren't a fan of. I'm not a big fan of. But there was a lot of good stuff happening at the same time that we consider classic and and a huge part, important part of rock history and especially alternative rock history with Jane's Addiction and the Smiths sure. and, and all of those different, you know, even New Wave and, and well, all that There was that college stuff. rock going on at that time. There was college R-E-M rock and R.E.M., and, yeah. exactly. There was still plenty of stuff to listen to. Now, either we're just not finding it or we're in a slump. And I don't know what causes that. I don't know. You would think that kids grow up hearing something, they're inspired by something, and then they put their own twist on it. And sometimes it sounds too much like what they were inspired by, and it doesn't necessarily make huge waves. But other times it could be someone like Kurt Cobain who says, you know what I like? I, I like the Pixies, but right. I, I also like punk. And so you get this new sort of subgenre of music, and you go, okay, I can see where these influences came from. And it sparks this whole new, I don't know, decade at least of what – and, of course, I'm talking about alt-rock because I think that's what right, sure. matters. I would say rock – rock because in general in general but uh, a lot of times people think of rock rock as something different right just because of how it's broken up by the billboards and radio and everything else but it just feels like it's been a while man it's 2023 and i'm not going to ask you to even say who it was but when's the last time if you had to think about it that you heard a new artist that you loved and you still love 
Even if it was only one album that they put out, something brand new you'd never heard from these people before, not a side project from... I mean, it's not talking about Big Thief. Big Thief and Fontaine. I know you love Big Thief. You like Big Thief, too? I love Big Thief. I sent that to you guys before, remember? Mm -hmm. Like that last record. I was like, man, you guys got to listen to this. So good. So that's it? Yeah. That, I guess that counts. Yeah, yeah and Fontaine's D.C. Those two yeah. are, we're talking about. Oh, that. that's right. You do like yeah. Fontaine's yep. D.C. And you, you talked about that just within the last few months. So I guess that's yeah. something. Those are the only two that come to mind, though, right? <sighs> yeah, I mean, of new bands. You know, yeah. there's still bands that I like that have put out records that I enjoy. That's just it. You Even know? if it's not their best, you go, oh, I like this. Yeah. Block Party put out a new uh, right. EP the or whatever. Study put out a new record. Yeah. I like. listen to that. It's pretty good. Some of yeah. it's really good. But to, to try and think of a new band. But to band, think like, you know, the whole study guy's my age. Yeah. Like, that's, you know. That's the other You're not issue. making. Exactly. The bands but I like, like your records, but it's not like, you know, you're not going to be the one to change it. You exactly. already did your thing. Yes. It's so weird that in the 2000s you had this, we just kind of thought, or at least I did because of my age, that this is how music worked. There'd always be a bunch of alternative bands that would be trying to elbowing each other for space, and you were going to have big things like that New York sound, and in the midst of that you'd have a band like Vampire Weekend come along sure. who sounds like Paul Simon and do their own thing that was also really popular and that I would argue really good. Um, right. And, and, and somewhat unique, except that it obviously sounded like Paul Simon, but right. it was, it was not trying to sound exactly like whatever no. was popular in that. So you had these decade spans. We had multiple different sounds that you, that at least I, and I think the three of us liked a lot but of we went different a things. Drought too. We did, but was when, it this when, when we, even when we were in radio, when it yeah. was like, like, you know, Seether and uh, yeah, you know, thirty seconds to Mars and like you know it was just this drunk Chevelle and Breaking mm-hmm. Benjamin like it was uh, that was alt rock at one point right I totally and I uh, try to remember how long Theory that of lasted. a Dead Man and it lasted quite a long time until Jack White put out a record that's right. what happened right but- and so you know there's a Jack White somewhere right now yes putting he's going to put out a record. And and, and then people go like, oh, wow. And it, it's, just, it's just one. That's yeah. all you're looking for is one. Yeah, and you just have to go back and look. It felt like a really long time at the time. But if you go back and look, how long was it since really grunge was, had kind of sputtered out? I mean, we still liked Pearl Jam, and there were still bands that were doing sure. cool things. But that, that era where it was a lot more of, I guess what we just call post-grunge, Counting Crows, lighter stuff, sure. and then Jack White putting out Seven Nation Army. And right. I know that that wasn't his first song, but you get what I'm saying? That's when right. everyone started to pay attention. Right. And may- maybe it was 10 years. I don't know. It was a while. And it, it feels like we're, we're getting close to that 10-year mark now. Sure. Maybe not. Maybe it's only been like eight years, but it feels like a, a long time. And I'm sure there's somebody who's listening right now or who's watching us on Twitch who's like, you guys are missing this. Well, please. Tell me. I'd, I'd like to know. I just go through and look at all the new stuff. and try Yeah, but even if there's stuff that's good that's out there, like I like that band Shame and some of that stuff, right? Like I think that stuff's great. Mm-hmm. But it's not changing anything. It's a, Because it, in order to change it, it has to take on its own life. It can't just be me and 50 middle-aged white dudes yeah. and some young kids from Liverpool, right, who are like, mm-hmm. this is great. can't be that. No. That's, it's got to be bigger. I like I do be. love all those bands. Like... Like I said, Shame and the bands that are like them, you know, Fontaine's DC, they're in that same group of bands uh, doing that type of music, but they're not changing the world. But there's no monoculture anymore. That's why Nirvana was like, you you got it on MTV, there was one place to go to find new music or the radio station. Now it's all, there's no monoculture, it's all splintered. And that's what's different genres start to get a little bit But stop with splintered then, too, and I would, like I said. But not to the extent. I say, me and my girlfriend listening to a Kate Bush cassette mm-hmm. and then popping it out and nirvana being on the radio and both of us being like 
this is awesome. Right, but it's it way takes more that. That's what it takes. Yeah. It takes that because it won't be if you get that. It won't be. It'll be. Think of Seven Nation Army. Yeah, that was an alternative. Right now, it's played at every football game. Yeah, like you got that song when that song hits, whatever it is, when that band, that person, when they make that thing, that piece of art, it'll go everywhere. It crosses. It over. will go everywhere for sure. And to me, when I try and envision how that next artist, how that next song will be introduced to the world, for a while we thought it was going to be TikTok. Right, everyone was looking to see what songs right. were getting big on TikTok. But I think it could be that there's a big movie or a big show. And there's a scene in this very popular thing that people are watching and it gets people's attention all at once. And suddenly you have this, this artist that people are excited about. I don't know because I'm with Snowcone. There is, there's just so many different places that people are putting their eyeballs and their ears. Even if it's just which streaming service you're using or how you're listening to the radio right. or whatever it is. MTV was basically, this is what you're listening to now. I think it's going to happen like, to yeah. TikTok if it happens today at all. Yeah, but haven't we already tried that with TikTok? No, well, the majority of number one songs that's are true. The top 100 that's true. are TikTok That's songs. true. They were traced back to TikTok, but it felt like they were also looking to TikTok. That A lot of people in right. the industry were saying, all right, what's really big on TikTok right now? We mm-hmm. should sign some of these artists. Maybe yeah, yeah. that's the thing. For sure. And then I'm with Lazo, though. At that point, did it cross over to you and me and others who didn't hear it on TikTok being like, oh, this is great. Right, but that's where I, I think it has to originate now what's going to yeah, happen today. Yeah, maybe. Did you see it, Lazo? What? I'm guessing you didn't. The Barbie movie? No. No. Okay. I know that you you had that vacation and everything, and you considered going to see it after our conversation with Gray Drake, but I didn't know if you were not actually. Not really. I'm not. Yeah. I, 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 I thought it was a long shot that you'd be taking the boys to see the Barbie movie, but she did, she did do a good job of selling it. And I felt like quite a few people who heard that conversation went and saw did it based you on her it? recommendation. I did. And did you I like did. it? I liked it, yeah. I think uh, Snowcone liked relate, it more. Did you relate a lot to Barbie? Uh, no, not to Barbie so much. To Ken? Maybe to Ken. Yeah, I think I was supposed to relate okay. to him a little bit more. I was just curious. I heard that uh, women now on first dates are doing the uh, the the Ken te- or the Barbie test. Did you What's see that? this, Snowcone? Give it to me. I think it's just as simple as they ask guys on a first date, "Did you like the Barbie movie or not?" Mm. And if you didn't like the Barbie movie, I guess they think that you're part of the. Uh, Part of the problem. Part of the problem. Part of the what patriarchy. About him I think that's probably you know reasonable. I mean, I could see some of them saying like, "Well, why didn't you see it?" Is it because it looks it, stupid. See, now that's where you may <laughs> like you. That's where you may lose looks some. Really of them, stupid, like you. Uh, is when you say that. If you just really want to, do you want to drink or not? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it could come up. It could come up if on that first date and they say, "Did you see the Barbie movie?" Try not saying no. It looks really stupid. Just say, oh, "I didn't get a chance to see it." Just so you know, because there is a I've chance. I've heard good things. Yeah, there you go. I've heard good things. Snowcone loved it. Just like you. <laughs> I liked it a lot, yeah. yeah. Snowcone thought it was great. Yeah. I saw, I'm not going to say who, but someone messaged me and said, listen, uh, I went and saw Barbie uh, after hearing Gray talk about it, and I feel like I'm not allowed to criticize the movie now because if I do, then I sure. am part of right. the not problematic to. patriarchy. Yeah. So did you guys really like it? Or I really liked it, yeah. Wait, but I don't know whether to believe you or not because I know, you're not no, allowed to say that's you're the not. Thing. That's the thing. You're really not allowed to say if you didn't like it. But I, but I genuinely really liked it. I thought they beat you over the head with it a little It wasn't bit. subtle. You know, it, it, it was not it was subtle. It was certainly not subtle. It, it, was, uh, it was very... In your face with the, it was and, supposed and, to be. Okay, sure, that's fine. But 
there was a moment because you know they kept the whole plot of that movie basically secret until it came out, and that's what Gray was saying. There was a reason the trailers don't tell you what it's about because they didn't want you to know until you went. So we knew because Gray had kind of given us the outline, but she'd mentioned, Gray had mentioned, you know, Ken has to deal with his own things. So at the beginning of the movie, I'm thinking, okay, I know Barbie's going to find out that in the real world, the patriarchy rules everything and it's bad news bears for women. No good. They're not, she's not going to like the real world at all because it's just not fun. Barbie land, much better place to live if you're a woman. But because in the patriarchy, Barbie would have really taken, I can't imagine the hell. Right. That that blonde girl. From the suburbs with huge cans would have just... I can't imagine the way that she would have been mistreated by all those rich guys just riding shotgun in that Lamborghini, yelling at black people, calling the cops. Well, but that's what we're going to do? That's where, we're, that's where we're at? I will say at one point they... Snow they won't even acknowledge I'm wall. saying this. Look, at it's true. They, had, they sort of addressed that. They broke well, the they fourth did. wall for a minute. Yeah, they yeah. said this is... Margot Robbie's probably not the right yeah, casting exactly. choice <laughs> to make this point about her not feeling beautiful anymore. They literally anymore. had a narrator say that during yeah. the movie. Well, good. And that was not the only part of the movie well, that was Well, maybe instead subtle. of just having a narrator jump in and break the fourth wall, maybe just don't do it. I just thought that... And look, I know the movie was made by women, for women. I get it. Um, but... I kind of thought with the whole Ken thing, I was like, well, what are they going to say that about White men? woman propaganda. White blonde women, once again, saying, we, well, there's look at us, look at us. There's Barbies in the movie. Yeah, yeah, there's lots of Barbies, and they're not all white. A there lot are of different Barbies. There's wheelchair Barbies and trans president Barbie. Barbies and trans Barbies and all kinds of Barbies. They're all called Barbie. She was uh, stereotypical Barbie. Yeah, that was which she Margot says many Robbie's. times. Yeah. yeah, I'm just stereotypical Barbie. So, you know, the presidents and all these other things in Barbie land, they're... Right. Uh, there, things are going good, you know, and so it makes sense when you get sure. here. But when Ken gets to the real world, I thought, okay, what's Ken going to realize? Mm-hmm. Is he going to feel some pressure now? Because they alluded to it slightly, or at least I thought. I guess I misread this. When they show, like, the guys fist bumping and trying to be friends, I thought, oh, he's, maybe he's going to have a hard time making friends. Or maybe he's going to have his heart broken. I didn't know exactly, but I know it'll take up far less real estate in this movie uh, runtime. But there must be something. But really, no. Basically, if you're a dude... Um, you you got it, you got it made. You got, you got it going on, and everything's okay. And you just like trucks and horses, and uh, what was it? Was it trucks and horses or hor- horses, horses and trucks? Horses yeah. and trucks, uh-huh. and uh, oh, and getting women's approval. Which they they also mentioned somewhere in the movie that uh, what? I don't remember that song. I remember the horses and trucks. Well, in 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 I guess Barbie Land, his whole life was consumed with trying to get her attention. That's the first thing they well, say. Yeah, well, yeah, He's trying to get right. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. trying to get her and, attention. And when it was Barbie Land. And yeah, not when it Kendo. was in Barbie Land. Yeah. And yeah. then when they get, you know, when he gets to the real world, I don't know that that necessarily changed a ton. He was still trying to get yeah. women's attention because they openly kind of laughed or bragged about the fact that what women do, and I think they were saying this is a good thing, is that women then manipulate men mm. into... Uh, fighting one another and starting wars and stuff. And this was, was after we're supposed to be that. learning our lessons and women are supposed to be learning, you know, this is how, what we can do. <laughs> and this is, you got to remember the things that we can do, the positive things we can do, unless I misunderstood. But they definitely said, and then women the, will the, manipulate of, men. Well, they have a whole plan laid out, too. You're yeah. going to be next to your boyfriend on the beach and you pull out your phone and he's going to ask who you're texting and they start fighting the other kids yeah. and the kids start fighting. You're going to make him jealous by making it look like you're cheating and that's on him. That's a good thing. That was apparently that a good thing. <laughs> that's where I'm in the like, theater, that was, like, Okay, I'm a little lost here. That was supposed to be I I I took as some sort of empowerment. Look, because this is what we can do. Which I'm we can definitely guilty of being that way. But I I didn't. You try I, and make your girlfriend think you're cheating on her. All no, the time? no, no. I'm guilty of like who you don't have to make her think. You are. 
guilty of being jealous. <laughs> I'm guilty uh, of being jealous, but I just don't understand like, that, that, that they lesson. They definitely sold that as a positive. It was a positive Listen, lesson. ladies, then what we do is we manipulate these guys, basically mm. saying that women start wars. Right. Like, we're the, you know, we'll get them By to start doing it. We, we, we manipulate them into distrusting one another. We get them to not trust each other, and then we can control them that way. And we unless I miss something, power. yeah, unless yeah. I miss something, that was sold as a. Remember this. Yeah, you know, just remember we control them. We can control them. You just got to manipulate them and make them feel insecure. And, you know, you can do that by making them think that you're cheating on them. That's, that's when, what it when was. When they're trying though. to sing you a song. That really is that's what it is. That's what it is. They're on the beach playing Matchbox 20. Yeah. And the other Barbies start, they all have this plan and they start going to the other kins and, like, you know, cozying up to them. The, the, their kin gets pissed off and they start fighting each they other. They get out their that's phones. That's the entire thing. And their kin is like, who are you talking to? Like, nobody, don't worry about it. It's one of those things. And they find out, oh, and they were texting positive. another kin. I thought so. That's where I was confused. I, I, I might have missed it. Look, I, Greta is much smarter than me, right. and this is sure we're certainly <laughs> the Barbie movie being over my head wouldn't be all that shocking. <laughs> but it felt like in that moment they were saying, remember, this is what we can do now that we're learning the lesson about the patriarchy and how it works. This is what we can do. Uh, the bright side of the silver lining is that we control men. And we, we make we them disrespect what we can another. do, what you have been doing. That's forever. what they were saying. Right. I mean, that's like, that's what You've they been were in charge forever. Like, in the real world, the this is what we do. The thing you ever did was pretend like you weren't in charge. Right. I mean, isn't Snow the smartest move ever? Wasn't the whole point of that that they were teaching real world lessons in Barbie Land? Listen, this is what you can do. Women can manipulate men into. That's what I took it as, but, you know, we're three dudes. Like, I don't know. Do we miss. We I didn't make, see it. We I, make them not, I didn't have to see it. We make them not trust one another. And then they get really angry. We use their insecurities yeah. to leverage it against them. Yeah, we we and we and we heighten their insecurities by messing and with their heads. Against each other, and while they're busy <laughs> doing that, we sneak back in and take power. Yeah, that's what they yeah, do in the movie. Let them go to war or whatever. Which was the other thing that was a little glossed over. I was like, well, yeah, but well, you know, I mean, that whole thing, the whole like. Well, and then at the end, you know, Ken, Ken has the you know like uh, you know I'm enough just being Ken, and I, I was a little lost there too. But but it, it didn't bring back that. I thing. went in knowing that it was a movie that about the patriarchy. I did say that. I believe it. What? That women... They have, the, they have the power because they have a vagina. Yeah. They control uh, whatever percentage of the world's wealth and 100% All of the world's uh, vagina. vagina. So yep. I've heard that one before. You know, true. It wasn't necessarily a professor in a college course, but I've heard it. I've seen it on T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I think it adds up. It seems like in this movie, at least, they kind of were taking that same train That's of thought. That's true. That this is how we can control this. And there were also just things in the movie, Lazo, that I felt like were downplayed a little bit. There was a line in the movie that I didn't understand where uh, she's in the real world and she says to one of the executives at Mattel or whatever, she's talking about the patriarchy. And, oh, you know, well, the, I, I don't remember. She might have said the patriarchy is over now or something. And the executive says, oh, no, no, no. We just do a much better job of hiding it. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. They didn't explain what that means uh, because obviously there's more women CEOs. Not enough, but there's more right, women in sure. charge. And so – but it was like they didn't want to acknowledge that. It was that they were trying – they're hiding the patriarchy by pretending to put women in power. That's what I took from that. It was a weird thing for him to say it, and Brooke was like, yeah, I didn't understand that at all. Why did he say that? We just do a better job of, of hiding it. And also kind of, you know, when they're talking about the toy company, like downplaying the fact that Barbie was created by a woman who also started the company, they don't mention that. I mean, they do at the end well, that she yeah. designed, but they don't talk about her. If you just saw that movie, you would think that she was hired by Mattel to design the, 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 the doll or whatever. Has a big they don't mention, the like, the company was started by her and her husband, right? She's the co-founder of the company, but... You and they, they joke about the IRS stuff that would, that would happen yeah, with her. Yeah, they joke about that stuff. But I, I just thought, well, I'm guessing Lazlo's probably not going to see this. But the fact that I went into this 
knowing that it was a movie about how the patriarchy's bad, and knowing that it was a movie by women for women, and Grace said, if you have a problem with it, then you probably have some problems with the patriarchy, or you have a lack of understanding about how the patriarchy sure. works and what it means to be a woman in this world. So I went in knowing that, ready for it, but there were still moments where I'm, I'm angry at myself, but I started to feel mm-hmm. that red pill mm-hmm. just a little mm-hmm. bit like, oh, I wish Lazar were here right now. He'd agree. <laughs> I He'd agree with this. Yeah, because there were moments where I just said, all right, that's it. That's too much. And that's probably just my toxic masculinity, masculinity and love of the patriarchy shining through in those mm-hmm. moments where I was, you know, I don't want these, maybe I just don't want these people, these women to learn these valuable lessons. And, <laughs> and we lose this wonderful system that we have right now where we rule everything. You know, maybe that was it. I don't know. But I was well, slightly, slightly hopeful that there was a one in maybe 20 chance that you would go to see it just because of Gray's review for it. And I was curious. Well, I can't wait for Quentin Tarantino to make Ken. I know. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> They're making Ken. Apparently, they've already talked about well, making who's a making sequel. It? That's, that's yeah, I don't know. They said they want to make a sequel. They're in. Originally, the studio, the Mattel, I guess, had moments where they weren't happy with how yeah. things were going yeah, because it was not totally friendly to Mattel, but that I guess Margot Robbie gave a big speech and said, look, you know, this is going to happen. You, people are going to talk bad about this. They already talked bad about these dolls and everything else. Someone's going to do it. Why not do it this way and then be part of the conversation in a, in a good way and blah, blah, blah. So I heard at least that they were going to do a sequel. They do a sequel. I don't really know what Ken's – we already saw what Ken's world was, right? He came here and, and to the real world and things were perfect. Mm-hmm. Didn't seem like he needed to change much. Well, I think at the end he's kind of lost to what he's supposed to be doing, right? Well, right. In Barbie land, I guess he was. So I think that's where it would pick up is he's got to find his purpose. I don't know. His purpose is providing and – Mm-hmm. Make, going make, to war. A living. Yeah, going to war and providing <laughs> income, which, right. I, you know, maybe that'll be the whole point of the second one. But if it is, maybe I'll feel a lot like the women who saw Barbie and just be like, well, of course, none of this is surprising. Maybe women thought that when they saw this. <laughs> but if they do make the sequel and it's Ken and he just figures out that he has to get a job and keep it, and then if he doesn't keep it for a while or stays unemployed for too long, uh, his mother-in-law is going to call him a bum. Other people yeah. are going to call him a freeloader and he's going to have a hard time. Even well, if I mean, he if he doesn't keep it long enough, he can always just join the military. That's true. That's true. Well, it's a job for it's that, buddy. There. Go do that. The Church of Laszlo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! going on we're doom scrolling so we mentioned this yesterday before we left there weren't a whole lot of details i feel like there are a few more now uh the euphoria star angus cloud 
who got his start on the show. I believe he was discovered by the creators of the show. What was he working at Waffle House or something? Is that what you said, Snowcone? Yeah, I worked at a Waffle House. Did, and the creators were the ones that saw him there? Or were there was, scouts I, out looking I for think people, it was the creator, or? Sam Levinson, right? Yeah, I think so. But uh, if you watch the show and you just can't think who it is, he's the kind of shaved head guy. He kind of, didn't he kind of remind you of Mac Miller a little bit? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Is that fair to say? So he uh, died at 25. I believe it was suicide. His dad had just passed away days earlier, and they said that he had not been handling the passing of his father well at all. He'd been fairly open about a lot of his struggles, but it sounds like the passing of his father was what put him over the edge. Yeah, it's going to be a good night tonight, man. Let's get this money. From his first appearance on HBO's gritty teen drama Euphoria, Angus Cloud quickly became a fan favorite among the show's millions of loyal viewers. The 25-year-old Cloud skyrocketing to fame, portraying the gritty and funny teenage drug dealer Fezco on the popular but controversial show. Cloud, who was born in Oakland, California, had never acted professionally before becoming one of the show's breakout stars. In a statement, his family saying last week he buried his father and intensely struggled with this loss. Cloud's family also noting Angus was open about his battle with mental health and we hope that his passing can be a reminder to others that they are not alone and should not fight this on their own in silence. The show's creator Sam Levinson writing, he was too special, too talented and way too young to leave us so soon, adding he also struggled like so many of us with addiction and depression. I hope he knew how many hearts he touched. I looked him yeah. up. It looked like he was in a couple of music videos, and then there was a show or a movie that I hadn't heard of, 2023, The Line. Uh, obviously, Euphoria is the big thing. So I don't know if he was on his way to Hollywood stardom or not. He's a model, too. He's done like a lot of Calvin Klein. Oh, I think you told me that. Yeah. I saw him signing autographs for people. They were going nuts. So that makes sense, too, that he was a model. But he was a model because of the show. Like the model scout the show, made him, show. Famous, the show right? made him famous. Yeah. yeah, and then they say, "Hey, this guy, we should have him model our stuff." Yeah, the girls. Same bad. thing with you. Yep. I mean, imagine. Once people saw the penis show, they said, "You know, what? get a picture of him in those red underwear." Mm-hmm. I don't know how old he was when they found him working at Waffle House, but you go from that to someone saying, the "Calvin hey, Klein model." Yeah. Hey, we want you to come be in the show, and within a year, you're doing Calvin Klein underwear photo shoots. I've heard those stories before of usually child actors that are discovered. In line somewhere, someone finds sure. them. It's you never know how true a lot of those stories are. A lot of them I remember from when I was a kid, so you couldn't exactly look it up right. online to see if it was true. Uh, I remember that movie Angus in the in the nineties sure, with that love spit love song. Uh, I remember hearing, and I don't know if this is true, but that they found him at a, in line at a fast food restaurant. Literally, really? you're standing there talking with this friend, like, "Hey, this producer thought you'd be great for this." Now, the thing is, I believe that that happens. I also believe you kind of got to be in Los Angeles if you're going to be spotted by a yeah. producer. You it's know, true. Th- this this Truman Show idea it, that they right. they could be watching anywhere eh, now with social media potentially, but before you kind of needed to be in LA and still in LA. I makes still it feel easier. like it helps. I mean, you're just closer. It's not like you have to be there, but exactly makes it easier. It, it well, and it's not like they can't find other people that they think that kid looks good. It could be right. you know, you're, it's not like you're a star already. So if they're looking, they say oh, he lives in North Dakota. Do you want to talk to the family? Right. But if you live in LA, yeah. Right. They just say, hey, do you want to come down and read for this? Are your parents cool with that? And, of course, you say yes. I don't know what kid would say no to being in a movie. And I don't know what 22-year-old would say no to being on a show and you're working at Waffle House. I can't imagine. Unless you're just really, really, really shy. Maybe there is somebody out there that's like, I can't. There's no way. I couldn't It'd do it. Hard. I'd be hard. I don't know. I think everybody would time. try it. Yeah. 
There is a bear at a zoo in China that people are convinced. Oh, I saw this. I love that. Yeah. Now, you think that this is a bear, right? No. The problem, you I don't. two people in a costume. You think it's people in a costume. I do. So now go and pull up uh, Bear uh, China Zoo. You don't think it's two people and, in a costume? I haven't well, seen it. the clip that they show that a lot of people are sharing is a very brief clip of the bear standing there. And I will say, when the bear is just standing there, it does look a lot like a person in a suit. But if you watch the full video and watch as the bear comes down back onto the rock on all fours and starts to kind of move around on all fours, then you can see it does look more like a bear. But standing there looking at the crowd, it does look like a person in a suit. I mean, his skin is kind of sagging down there by his butt. Kind of looks like the suit's too big. Is that a grizzly man or a real bear? That's the question. A zoo in eastern China is reassuring its visitors that their sun bears are not people dressed in costumes. Uh, The rumor started after video showed the bear standing like a human and its fur appeared to be kind of loose and wrinkled (laughs) in places. Look at the bear's butt. It's all wrinkled. Uh, Some bears are the world's smallest bear species. The zoo says People just don't understand their behavior. Were you able to get it pulled up, Snowcone? Because I've got That's it here. That's a person. I can show That's not. When it's standing there, it does look. It's a person. Like a person. Look at that. I've got it pulled up. You do have it pulled mm-hmm. up. Yeah, I mean that definitely looks like. It could be a person in a suit, especially the way his skin's all wrinkled. But once he sits down no. and starts That's moving a person. around, look at his voice. head. It's a person. All right, let me. Ask, would you be scared right of that bear? Uh, yeah. I can whoop that bear's ass. There's no, and if you, there's no way that's a bear. Look at its little arms. There's no way. <laughs> its ass is all wrinkly. I don't know how it's like big it's sun got bears pants yet. that are too big. It's not. A, it's a mascot. It's what do they call it? A sun bear? I'd have to see how big. I mean, it's it's a, at least as big as a person. Sun bear, correct. So, oh, it's centimeters. How am I supposed to know in kilograms? That means nothing to me. I have no idea what that means. I need to know how tall it is in normal measurements. Let's see. The smallest one. Stands at 28 inches. Okay, that's pretty small. I feel like a 28-inch bear standing, I might think I have a chance at. This one's taller than that, but hard to tell how tall. Maybe standing up, he's about five foot something. It says... um, It's not a real bear. Once it starts walking around on all fours, you can see that it's a bear. You have to watch the end of the video. You can. It starts walking around on all fours. I don't think two people could coordinate that. Does your video have him walking at the end where he gets down on all fours? It sitting down oh, so after it, standing up. Oh, well, you got to see the end of it because at the end of it, when he crawls around on the rock, you realize, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a bear. Let me pull this up for you so you can it's see. It's not it. a bear. It, it, it's a bear. Although I do love the idea, as I said yeah. earlier, of a zoo being like, let's just put people in animal suits. I mean, why not? We don't have to worry about cruelty laws, any of that stuff. Now, this is a different video. Hopefully it shows him crawling uh-huh. around here at the end. But when he's standing there looking at the crowd, it does look like he's wearing a suit. But there, now he can sit on all fours. And yeah, the way he's, the way he's set down, the way he walks yeah. is what convinced me. Yeah, once he gets down on all fours, you can tell it's a bear. It just looked like a, a bear in a, or a person it's a in a bear suit. Ass, though. It is it's just a soggy person. Ass. It does have a wrinkly ass. Well, you think it's a person? Let's just let's say it's a bear, and that's the size Why, of the bear. I'm not saying it. Because you want to do this hypothetical about fighting it. Do you well, think you, you could, could fight, fight it, it for sure. Look at it. It's got a saggy ass, like 80 years old. <laughs> I think... Uh, it's got short little arms. It's, I mean, it's not a bear. I think people would put money on the bear. It's just like a person in a bear costume. I could beat a person in a bear costume. Even if it's not a human, it's a bear in a bear costume. It's not, it's not a real bear. It's not like a grizzly or anything. No, it's definitely it's not a grizzly. A, I'd rather right. fight that than a grizzly, but... I still think it's not a real bear. There's just so few animals that 
I feel confident against it, especially once they get to at least my well, size or bigger. That one. You can take that one. I don't think so. I mean, it's got claws, I assume. It can swipe. It's got to be stronger than me, even if it's old. I mean, they rely on their strength. I have to rely on my brain, so I don't have to be very strong, right? I don't, a, I don't know. a big brain that helps me When I look at that world. thing, I don't feel intimidated. We're just standing there with a saggy ass and its short arms. <laughs> if it were standing in here. I'll punch you in your stupid nose. If it were standing in here, I think there's a I chance. think it's a stupid mascot from the Bear College it down does, the street. It does kind of look <laughs> like It'd be like, and I'd punch it. It does look like a mascot. I'll admit, when it's standing there, it definitely looks like a person in a suit, which is funny. Uh, police say they believe they thwarted a mass shooting in Memphis. Did you guys see this? Uh, I mean, it definitely looks like this thing could have gotten really, really bad. But luckily, alert people called the police. The police were and doors were locked at this Jewish community center where this person went. Um, so that stops you from the get go. There's been so many stories of schools where the door was unlocked or it was propped open. And it's like, right. look, I, I don't know what we do. There's a lot of things I think we could do to help prevent more school shootings, but. If we're not going to do anything about guns, we at least have to lock the doors while our right. kids are at school. We can't expect them. Just certain things that we could do. Lock the doors. And when you see that the doors aren't locked, that's a huge issue. Looks like this guy ran into a locked door, which is a good start. But then it also looks like he was driving around looking for other places to shoot up when the cops found him. There was a male white rank green shirt, front of property, armed with a gun. A suspect did try to enter the building armed with a gun. When he could not gain entry, he fired shots outside the school. In a letter sent to parents obtained by NBC News, school officials say the suspect encountered a contract worker with whom he had a brief confrontation, saying the suspect fired two shots from the gun while retreating and an additional two shots while leaving. He then took off in a pickup truck, triggering a massive manhunt. We need officers to go to every Jewish facility in the city of Memphis with that broadcast and description in case he tries another facility. It all came to an end less than five miles away when police cornered the suspect who emerged from his truck with a gun and was shot by officers. So there you go. They got him. I mean, good. it's weird that that's a, a good story. Hey, yeah. here's, here's, a, here's a positive story. They shot a gunman before he could shoot up the school, but I guess that's what we have to take these days. And also, at least one of the things I read they said that they thought that the guy had gone to school there. I don't know if that's true or not, because the other article I read said nothing about it. They just kind of gave a picture of him and said that police shot him when he got out of the car. But one of the things said that he was a former student at that school. So whether or not that's true, I don't know. Maybe someone on Twitch knows that there's an update there. Lori Daybell, she is the doomsday mom. She's the one who really hard to follow her story because there's been so many people hot, that were involved. Though. She is very attractive. She wore yoga pants when they found her in Hawaii. She was wearing the yoga pants. Mm-hmm. It was quite an image. She ran off with her new doomsday hubby. Her old hubby had been killed by her brother. I mean, it's a whole thing. Even if you watch the Netflix documentary and pay attention, there's a very good chance that when it's over, you're confused about all the moving pieces. I had to ask you about it because I was like, well, who was – I watched it, and I was like, Yes, well, you, you forget, like, almost – because there's so many you're following people. it, I texted you, like, which one was that? Why, did, why, would that? why was that person involved? Right. So her new husband, the doomsday husband – his wife had mysteriously died. Of course, they now suspect that she was killed, probably by her husband, and maybe even Lori was a part of that. Lori's fourth husband, I believe it was, he died. There was an accident, an accident. There was a shooting um, between him and her brother. The brother said that it was self-defense, and at the time, they believed it and let the brother go. There's also uh, what the, the one that I always forget is like the niece's 
fiance. I remember, I think she was in the Netflix documentary, that's but that's right. where it's like, all right, there's too many people yeah. here. The, right. the kids, they found their bodies on the property, on property that, um, what was his name? Chad? Brian, uh, Chad Daybell. Chad Daybell owned. Yeah. And, you know, people had suspected that the kids were dead for a while because there's been all this talk about how she'd said these kids are demons and that they needed to, I don't know, get taken over to the next right. life, whatever. And this guy that she was running around with, it's hard to tell if he was already really into this doomsday stuff or if he played it up because he realized that she was eaten out of his hand and he wanted to have sex with her. Right. Yeah. I kind of got the impression that he was like, oh, you, you like this stuff? Like. Let me I got that vibe from stuff. the thing. Like, I'll I've do whatever you, you want. I'll say whatever you want. You're yeah, hot, and yeah. I'm not. We were married before in previous lives, and we were meant to find each other and yeah. that sort of thing. It certainly felt that way. But maybe he's just as crazy. I don't know. So they sentenced her. She gets life. But that's just for the kids. Now she's going to have to, uh, I guess, face charges for some of these other potential homicides. But she spoke in court. You know, you have that moment where you can apologize to the victims or whatever. And what she said tells me she is still not doing so well. You are sentenced to the custody of the State Board of Corrections to serve the maximum allowed sentence. She now faces extradition to Arizona, facing charges of conspiring to murder her fourth husband, Charles Vallow, and another conspiracy to murder Brandon Boudreau, her niece's ex-husband. I know for a fact that my children are happy and busy Mm. in the spirit world. Because of my communications with my friend, Tammy Daybell. Tammy Daybell was the woman she was convicted of conspiring to murder. So the, the wife that died. Wait, but she did she murder? We, we think. It looks like she's dead. She's, she's dead. dead. She's dead. She's dead. It was Chad's ex-wife, or wife at the time. Yeah, okay. looks like she was poisoned. But she was just convicted of, of conspiracy, but not murder? She was convicted of... You see of- what I'm saying? Like, did she get convicted of murder? Well, he was convicted of murdering her, correct? Of the ex-wife, of right? Of his ex-wife. But, yes. he, but, but she wasn't just conspiracy the, to commit it. Right. The only thing I know that she's been convicted of with so far kids. is with the kids. I think he okay. was convicted of the kids and the ex-wife. Whether or not they're going to... But con- she was convicted of conspiracy, right? Didn't I just say that? Well, they're gonna. They're, they say that she'll have to face charges. I think of conspiracy. Hold on, let me see what no, they say. That's Another the conspiracy to murder. He's Brandon, I know her niece's ex-husband. So, see, I don't know Wait, what about the niece's again. ex-husband of conspiring to murder her fourth husband, Charles Vallow. So him. And right. Another conspiracy to murder Brandon Boudreau, her niece's ex-husband. Right. So right, she's the next conspiracy. Next I know for a fact that my children are happy and busy in the spirit world. Because of my communications with my friend, Tammy Daybell. Tammy Daybell was the woman she was convicted of conspiring to murder. Of conspiring. Okay, she was convicted. See what I'm saying? Yeah, she was convicted of conspiring to murder. Not murder, just conspiring to murder. Yeah. I think the husband was convicted of the murder. Which is why they made them have separate trials, or one of the reasons they made them have separate trials. Because of different charges. But now apparently she's friends with this woman. In the spirit world. In the spirit world, and she's been talking to this woman in the spirit world. Her kids are busy. And I guess she's taking care of her kids. Yeah, she can't talk to her kids. She has to go through an intermediary. I guess. Well, you know, hey, you don't know what the spirit world's like. Yeah. It's a mom thing. You Couldn't wouldn't you understand. be like, hey, can I talk to my kids? No, right? Like always when those people say, oh, I'm talking to your dead grandmother, and she's saying uh, something with an S. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, what? I mean, I, she, was, she had full command of the English language when she was alive. She wasn't just like, we know it's Sheila. I had to guess, right? Like, Sheila. And they're like, yeah, that's what she's saying, right? Like, come on. My my grandmother knew how to say Sheila when she was alive. She can say it when she's dead. Why why all the, the guessing game? Always Sheila. And maybe the reason that she can't talk directly to the kids, maybe it's like, you know, if you call the school while your kids are at school, 
you might ask the administrator, the teacher, how are my kids doing? And they tell you right. instead of putting your kids on the phone, right? So maybe that's what's happening here. In the spirit world, she's talking to Tammy, right? Her Wasn't that her name? Spirit world school. Her kids are in spirit world with Tammy. Tammy must be taking care of them. Isn't it Tammy? Sure. Yeah, I think Tammy's the one who's dead, right? And then Lori, yeah, Lori's the one who was just convicted. So she must be. I did not know that she was claiming to communicate with Tammy or that she thought Tammy was her friend. I didn't know that. I thought that based on that documentary and the Netflix thing that I watched, it looked like Tammy was someone that needed out of the way so that Lori and Chad could be a doomsday couple. guys, come on, look. I, this guy, uh, she was way out of your league. I get it. Yeah. Right? And uh, she's having sex with you, and in... You haven't had sex like that before, and it's 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 uh it's crazy sex because she's not stable. So it's good. I understand all these things, and uh, you know it's passionate and crazy and all these things. And you're 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 not that guy. You've never had any of this before in your life. I can look at you and like tell and look at that Tammy. this ain't something that you've ever, that you've been through. So I get it, man. You are mesmerized by all this, and I understand it. And when they're dancing in your kitchen like Britney Spears, you just roll with it. It's okay. You're like, yeah, well, this is crazy time. But when they start saying, will you murder my children? That's when you're like, look, okay, like, uh, I, this is really good. Really, really good. But no. Yeah. We can't do that. Like, that's where you go, like, okay, we stop. They say, do you want to rob a liquor store? Maybe. Sure. And, you know, we'll rob you. Know, I don't know. You know, try to kick it that can down the road a little bit. And she's like, we really should rob that liquor store. You're like, meh. Yeah, we got liquor now, yeah, whatever. But, you know, roll with that a little bit. I understand putting that off. Yeah, but, you know, if they're like, kill children, you're like, okay. Right. We got to, you know, it's not that good. I mean, it is that good, but it, we can't do it. Right. I got to stop. <laughs> and you're supposed to be in charge. You're supposed to be the influential one. So why can't you say, no, 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 God is telling me that we're not, not supposed charge. to kill the kids. We're she, not he was never in charge. He was doing the podcast that she was supposedly hanging yeah. on as every word. Of course. But, you know, I'm curious who who was it? They they certainly made it seem in those documentaries that he was the one who acted like these kids had to die, which is so bizarre because I just yeah. assumed that he was doing exactly what you're talking about. Along for the ride, and I could totally see him saying, Hey, we were married in a previous life. Did you know that? Oh, God I can see to me, these conversations happening. Yeah. And I can see him being a part of it, but you understand Yeah. The end game that is that she was way too hot for him. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And there's things you're willing to do for if she says... And people, you know what? Hey, people are going to get mad at me about this. But look, you talk about power. That's right. Power. You talk about, you know, uh, you, you know the, the, the power scale and how we do it. That's a power scale. Yeah. That's a power scale of a very, very, very hot person and a very, very, very not hot person. And we have to understand that. that that's a form of abuse. He should have been able to plead hotness. <laughs> right. and, you know what I mean? Right. Like, hey, I was abused. Why? Because of the, the, the power structure that was going on here. Look at her and look at me. Look at everyone I've I dated. want you to look at us next to each other in this courtroom. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Like, you don't get off here. You're, you're in trouble. But there's some clearly, sort of temporary seriously, seriously yes. some sort of power structure that it was not. it wasn't right. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo, breaking news, my man. Yeah. Trump indicted on charges related to efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. I mean, a guy can't even try to win, be a little competitive. <laughs> My God. Like, we, just, Where we, are we? We, just, we got Simone Biles quitting and saying it's for her mental health, right? 
Trump tries to win, and he's competitive about it, and they say that's cheating. I mean, <laughs> it's an upside-down world we live in. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted on charges related to special counsel Jack Smith's probe into efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Trump is facing charges of conspiracy to defraud the United States. That's a big one. When you think conspiracy to defraud sounds bad enough, when they're handing you papers and they're serving you at your door, you're like, what's this about? And they start off with, you're facing charges of conspiracy to defraud. Now, you expect them to say, like, your ex-wife, uh, I don't know, Geico Insurance, because you never paid them, whatever right, it was. When sure. they say, conspiracy to defraud the United States, you're like, damn. I feel like they're all going to be coming after me after that. Conspiracy <laughs> to defraud the United States. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of, and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. What does that mean? Any guesses there? It marks the third time the former president has been indicted on criminal charges following his indictment last month in the special counsel's probe into his handling of classified materials after leaving office and his indictment in April on New York State's charges of falsifying business records in connection with a hush money payment he made to adult film actress Stormy Daniels. Okay, so there's the Stormy indictment. Yep. There's then the, the Florida records one. The rec- hiding the records. Is this January 6th and Georgia, or is it just Georgia or just January 6th? I would assume it says a grand jury because the Georgia was the phone call. DC witnessing ranging from former White House aides, state election officials. Among those testifying in recent weeks have been former Trump Trump. This is okay. So we knew that these aides had been testifying, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Investigators have also been speaking with election officials who are believed to have been part of the failed 2020 effort to put forward slates of so-called fake electors to cast electoral college votes for Trump on January 6th. We knew that was a thing, too. Yeah. Attorney General Merrick Garland appointed Smith to oversee both the election probe and the classified documents probe after Trump's announcement in November that he was again running for president, which triggered the appointment of an independent special counsel to avoid a potential conflict of interest. Yeah, that'll that'll take care of the conflict of interest. Uh I'm sure he'll be like, well, you know, I would say it was Biden, but it's not. (laughs) He's independent. independent. What are you going to do with these people? They're very independent, these people. So there you go. Three indictments. He's been talking about it for the last few days that it's coming any day. I played you that clip yesterday. What did he say yesterday? Uh, I mean, he didn't say it yesterday, but he said it in... Uh, Posted on Truth Social. Yeah, that's what he right? Well, Posted yeah. It, right? This always ends in an indictment or yeah. something. And, and he also in, um, where was he, in Pennsylvania when he was like, they love to indict me. It's or, a great badge of honor. Oh, badge of honor. Because I'm being indicted for, for you. Right? I'm being indicted for you. Former president. There you go. Indicted for you. I'm sure they've already got t-shirts that say indicted for you. So there That's you like go. It's like weird, like he died for your sins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Died yeah, yeah. For your... died for you. Yeah. Yep. So, and unlike Jesus, I don't think we're going to have to wait very long for Trump to come back because it <laughs> looks like he's leading the Republican uh, right. primary, right, thus far. It's not even close. Next closest is Meatball Ron. Like I said yesterday, the only positive thing I've heard about Meatball Ron recently is that he got a decent amount of applause over the weekend. Like, well, That's... That's not like great. Show me some poll numbers where he's doing better, which I don't know. Do you guys are you hopeful that Ron does better than Trump? Because if a Republican wins, you'd rather it be him. Or are you hopeful that Trump? I mean, I don't like him at all. I like either I one of them. He 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 genuinely comes across to me as just a sociopathic, smarmy, sinister, smarmy a hole. Yeah. yeah. At least Trump occasionally has some sort of character, right? Can occasionally say something God. funny, even though it shouldn't be. But if you had to pick one, you got to go Meatball Ron, right? Do you? I'm I, think you do. I think you do. Just because it's a little bit My mind it's is a so warped. more normal than what we're... I would hope know. that he wouldn't act exactly like Trump. He hasn't acted exactly like Trump thus far, which is why he's It's a little losing more to like Trump, we're used to. Yeah, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. It, when you watch this, do you hope that he does better than Trump? I hope someone else... I hate him. Mm-hmm. 
But do you think if Trump gets a nomination, he he's beatable? He already got beat. He lost popular vote twice in a general election, right? Yeah. Lost electoral college once already. He's facing the same opponent. His, 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 his approval rating or whatever support isn't as high as it was at its highest, which at, at its highest seemed to be enough to just get him that electoral win, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll hear nothing about it I don't know what's changed that would sway, the, sway it this time, assuming that it's Biden and Trump again. Like right. What's changed in the four years that's going to make it a huge I outcome. saw they said Biden's poll numbers were up today, but I didn't look to see what they were. I'm always They've a little never been high. I'm always a little skeptical when they say Biden's poll numbers up and then don't show them to me. Right. Like, yeah, They're well, so what, what are they? From what? From, right, from exactly. where? Now, he does have things that he could be bragging about, like the fact that inflation in America is far less worse than it is in every other country. Yeah. Uh, the unemployment rate, I think, is is it at the lowest it's mm-hmm. ever been. Does that sound right? The lowest it's been. I thought someone said maybe it's the lowest. It's, I don't think it's the lowest ever been. No, I thought I it was so. getting close. It's, it's low. We got a low yeah. unemployment yeah, rate, yeah. right? And uh, what else can he brag about? Um, I mean, we don't have to see Trump on CNN every single day. It just feels a people. little bit more normal. Normal, we right. world just changing like the president's events boring. every single week. Yeah, yeah. And he gets up there and you're like, all right, can you just get through this I don't speech? have to think about him constantly. Right, exactly. It's not constantly in your face. God. Trump, Trump, this is what he did today. This is who he's going after today. Now he's attacking. For the most this. part, you can just ignore it. Right. But as we get closer to uh, 2024, we're not going to be able to ignore no. it as much. But can we at least have until January? I said I'd like a break. I think we should be able to have until January. Then when 2024 Agreed. starts, we'll start paying attention and Agreed. figure out whether or not we should vote for Mike Pence. I don't know a lot about him, but you know we can really start digging into that field and see who we should be supporting. <laughs> Did you guys see the video of the SUV or crossover uh, run into those migrants in North Carolina and then drove off? Did you see this? Mm-mm. There's video surveillance. You can see this car in the parking lot, and it it turns like it's going to be in a parking space. And at the end of this parking space, the way the car is headed, there's one of those grass kind of medians in the parking lot there, and there's some trees. And there's migrant workers who are standing there trying to get some shade, right? Yeah. Well, this car turns and just plows into them and drives off. Now, the big story was that they were looking for this guy. The driver accused of plowing an SUV into six migrant workers outside of a North Carolina Walmart claims he made a mistake. Okay, so they they caught this guy. I saw a picture of him. And I got to be honest, I kind of believe him. I think this may have been one of those incidents where he pulled into the spot, hit the, because he's kind of old, hit the gas, hit these people, got scared and drove off. He turned himself in. I feel like if you're the kind of person who's going out there trying to commit some sort of hate crime, you're proud of it. You tell people about it. But so it is possible. We've all, you know, your grandma or grandpa or whatever, as people get older, you've seen them do the thing where they put the car in the parking lot and they ram into the, the pole or they ram into a tree or whatever. And you're like, Mom, I don't know if you should be driving anymore. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's all this was and that it wasn't inspired by hate. Daniel Gonzalez faces felony hit and run charges for Sunday's incident near Charlotte. He surrendered to police on Monday. Investigators say he told officers he was trying to park the SUV. He accidentally hit the gas by accident, then panicked and drove off. I mean, and I definitely understand the panic and driving yeah. off, right? You were just talking about that. Well, because right. we, you showed me a video, that famous video that's been around for years, of the guy standing in the street in the middle of the night screaming up at the apartment complex saying, you will all go to hell. Mm-hmm. And it's pitch black out there, and mm-hmm. that car comes up and hits him. Yeah. If there's a guy standing in the middle of the street like that at night, I said... You were, you, like, you, you were dr- like, hey, there's well, a news story. The guy drove off. The guy drove off. And you yeah. said, yeah, so yeah, would I. Yeah, so would you. No, I wouldn't. I said, so would you. So would anyone. I wouldn't. And I don't think Your Mother would. Teresa? 
No. I, I, look, you say like if you're trying to get away because you're drinking or something, which yes, okay, right, I get of that. Course. But my other thing is no matter what, I feel like they're going to grab my phone. They're going to do something and say that I was somehow distracted or somehow shouldn't have hit this guy. I'm not driving off if I was doing nothing. No, no. I'm doing the, the Brandon Flowers thing. Didn't he drive off? What? Didn't he drive off? Remember this the killer's thing? serious allegation. The, yeah, remember the killer's sure. thing? No, there was just a rumor. I don't know if it was true. He talked about it in an interview. No, 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 no. No, he talked about it in an interview. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, look that up. Look it up. He's talked about okay. it. I would not mention it if he hadn't himself talked about it in an interview. So, Lazo, this is what I wanted to ask you about. Okay, please. The NFL is changing some of its rules. It's, it's changing its personal conduct policy, and it's expanding the offenses that warrant more serious penalties for sexual assault. And this all stems from the Deshaun Watson stuff, right? Okay. I don't know what else you call it, the Deshaun Watson Allegations. stuff. Allegations and... We're all familiar with that, right? I don't know how you would sum up the Deshaun Watson stuff in under 20 seconds. What would you say, Lazo? He was accused of inappropriately behaving with uh, women and including right. some staff masseuses. members and masseuses, masseuses. And, yeah. right? And uh, there was some punishment. But in, in that punishment, the judge said, look, my hands are tied. I think he should be punished more. But the rules, the way they're written, don't mm. allow me to punish him more. So the NFL has said, Okay, because of this, it sounds like at least because of this. He was suspended, what, six games? Yes. And they're saying... Maybe that, more than that. Was, was that it, last season or this season? Last season. It might have been 12. Oh, okay. I think they originally said six. Okay. And then they came back and said, no, you're going to do 12. The judge said six. And how okay. many other? And the 16? NFL came back and said 12. Is that right? And how many other? Is it 16 or 17? He was not charged criminally. He settled 23 of the 26 lawsuits filed against him. One was withdrawn in light of privacy concerns. Two others are still active. The NFL made changes, which were reviewed by the New York Times in a response to the judgment issued last year um, by this retired federal judge who oversaw Watson's disciplinary hearing. According to three high-ranking league or team officials with direct knowledge of the policies revising, they spoke under condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to comment publicly. Quote, we annually review our policies and programs with an eye toward continuous improvement based off previous experiences. So the previous experiences in this case, obviously, being this whole Desha- mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson thing. Uh, Bill Roden from ESPN, he was kind of explaining it on TV this okay. morning. This absolutely is a response to Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. Because if you remember, the judge in the case had really wanted to uh, throw the book at Watson, but she was kind of constrained. What this expanded policy does takes in things like power and control and coercion. What a lot of the women were accusing Watson of was using his position as a star NFL quarterback to basically threaten them, threaten them with ruining their reputations, uh, taking away their ability to expand their business. And that's really what we're talking about, even in the workplace where people use their power and their influence to assault Okay, so did you see, you got the uh, updated thing. It says he was suspended for six games. Right. Um, but short of a 16-page decision, the, the league's guidelines limited her authority to prescribe a stricter penalty right. for conduct that she called predatory and egregious. My thing is, when I was watching them talk about it this morning, they said part of the issue here is they want to make more specific rules about taking advantage of power. That thing we've heard about so much since the sure. Me Too movement started, right? If you're in a position of authority or power and you can affect someone's career, then you should behave a certain way that maybe other people who are equal to them are not expected to have to behave, which is a whole debate in and of itself that we could talk about all day, whether or not a boss or someone in position of authority should be allowed to 
have sexual contact right. contact with who is lower on the totem pole or vice versa, right? It doesn't seem that they're ever mad at the person below, I don't think. But the person with the power, are they taking advantage of their status? And the, the league, it looks like, is trying to find a way to address that and say, if you are... But what does that have to do with Deshaun Watson? Because Deshaun Watson wasn't with... And, and maybe I'm wrong, but that was with masseuses who weren't employed by the NFL. No, yeah, he reached out to them privately. <laughs> right. Yeah, they so, were private, so that wouldn't have anything to do with this. I, I don't know. I just thought maybe could they say that if because of that, because he was rich and famous, could he hurt their careers? That seems like a stretch to me, though, right? Yeah, I to don't say, think the NFL could go into, like, who you can date and who you can't. Right? I, I mean... I mean, if Deshaun Watson made a move on a masseuse and they got married, nobody would be, or dated, it wouldn't be like, well, he used his position of him, right? Like, yeah. So that seems odd to me. I mean, I get it in the workplace. Yeah. If that's the rule you want to make, then, you know, you can't date anybody sure. at work. Okay. Business but I don't see how you would time. do it like, oh, he met a contractor or he or met a waitress, or, yeah. right? And he could ruin her career by not tip. I, Are, you know what I mean? I don't. Were the masseuses on uh, property, on NFL property? No. I know some came to his house. I'm not sure if any came to the facility, but I know. In my, maybe in some my mind, of that I thought maybe they were in the room. facility or something. And so then they consider that. Yeah. Again, the people who. Who were talking about this idea of trying to address status and taking advantage of status were just people discussing right. it on TV this morning. Okay. They didn't lay out like this is what they plan to do to address that. Uh, the New York Times, as far as I know, they're the ones that broke the story. And if you go to look for the story, that's the only place you really find details about it. But they, you know, everyone seems to be in agreement that this is a, in response to that judge saying her hands were tied and that she thought. He should have been disciplined more. Okay. So I I don't know. And you did get well. The maybe that's what there. they're saying. They're using that as a reference point to the NFL can now punish people more. Maybe. But it's not necessarily this situation. Yeah, maybe. Right. So they, their hands are tied on punishing them more, but this situation wouldn't relate to. These are two separate things, right? Yeah. One is be. the punishment, and one is the. Using your power. So you're just going to say, hey, if you're in the NFL, you can't date anybody yeah. who also works for the NFL. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no way that it couldn't be. I mean, everything's going to have a power dynamic to it. Yeah. In the workplace, there's no way to get around it. No yeah. one is exactly even. No. No one never. is exactly even. Like, it's just not, there's no possible way. So we're just moving into a world where you just can't date people at work. Yep. I think you can. So. so whatever. If that's the case, fine. Which I think in some ways could hurt people. You know, well, work, I think a lot of people may meet each you, other you, at work. You meet people in high school, and then when you meet people again, work, right? right. If you're but single, you just can't do it now. But also, what if you do want to, if you're like, hey, you know what? That coworker over there, she makes a lot of money. I know she's going to be way more successful than me. I would like to date her because I feel you like can. I would have it. I know. But doesn't I'm just saying, isn't that kind of a bummer? That well, yeah. It takes away that option? I mean, even if you were like, hey, I spent all this time on this person, we... There's a lot of things that go into work. Yeah. I mean, not just a power dynamic, but take that out of it. Mutual interest, probably. Yeah. You know, if you've gone to college or at least had training in some sort of field, so you have interest in that, right? Yeah. You're really limiting your dating pool to some degree. But, okay, if it, if it just hasn't worked, it hasn't worked. If the old way of meeting people at work hasn't worked, then That's, it doesn't work. That's do it. it but my problem with the NFL is he's got to get out of the bit. The NFL needs to get out of the business of punishing people. The collective bargaining they're, thing is they're interesting. They're just not good at it, and they shouldn't be. 
Think about it this way. If you got in trouble, if I got a DUI at work, and then I came into work, and they're like, yeah, you got a DUI, we're going to go ahead and suspend you for six weeks. You'd be like, what? Right. That's what? Right. No. But aren't they trying to? No, my thing would be like, just the NFL should just say, hey, if you get arrested, uh, then you go to court like everybody else. And if you go to jail, you don't play. Yeah. Right? Like, I, if you get back in time, and, and or if you get in trouble and no team wants to hire you because you're trouble, then okay. But them handing out punishments, it's so uneven. It does, like, you got guys who smoke pot who can't play anymore and guys who've done, you know, murdered people who can't. Like, it's, they, they're not good at it, and they're not good at it because it's not their expertise. They're not. Well, is that they're why, not police officers? They're not judges. Is that why this judge was involved? Because the way I read this, and maybe I, I read it wrong, but it says Robinson. That's the name of the uh, the federal judge. She suspended Watson for six games, but wrote in her sixteen page decision that the league's guidelines limited her authority to prescribe a stricter penalty for conduct that she called predatory and egregious. The NFL, which had sought an indefinite ban for Watson, appealed her ruling. The sides then agreed to a settlement in which Watson right. was suspended for 11 games during the 2022 season, fined $5 million, and required to participate in a treatment program. Robinson was the first third-party disciplinary officer to hear a case since the role was created in 2020. Right. So that is something that they're trying to work on, is get out of the business of being the ones right. who take but care of the punishment. Do, but what, the, the punishing them, right, but they're punishing them in the NFL setting still. Right. Not in a legal course. He was found not guilty for whatever reason. Or he settled out of whatever he did. He had no that wasn't the state of Texas. For most of them, they weren't even going to investigate. Right? Like it's over. Yeah. So I get it. Like I get you wanted to be punished, but the NFL—that's not their job, right? And now you got you know think about it this way: if you do believe Deshaun Watson is guilty of everything that he did, and he got an eleven-game suspension, well, guys who gambled are getting full years. Yeah. Well, how does that even equal out? Like, there's no, they're not good at it. They said there's a new wave of those coming, too. Right. So, guys who gambled or guys who smoked pot, they're out for a year, some of them for a lifetime. And then you got other guys, right? Just leave it to the courts. So, what does this mean then? Because when it says Robinson was the first third party disciplinary officer to hear a case since the role was created in 2020 uh, in the collective bargaining agreement, doesn't that sound like they. They're trying to address that issue that you're talking about by bringing in a judge to be the one to hear these cases instead of them being the ones who decide. I mean, and they're also arguing her punishment, it sounds like. Right. And saying, well, this is what you think. This is what we think. Let's meet in the middle. That doesn't sound like you're actually letting a third party decide. Said she agreed with the league's Well, that was, that, that was the argument when it happened was that the NFL appealed her ruling yeah. to the NFL. Yeah. So they, they said, oh, well, we don't like it, so you know what? We're going to appeal it. And then, well, who do you appeal it to? To me. Yeah. Well, yeah. how's that fair? Well, apparently there's a distinction in the league's policy, which this judge talked about. And it says, Robinson, that's the judge again. Robinson in particular pointed to the distinction that the league's policy, which was rewritten nearly a decade ago after the league faced backlash over its handling of Ray Rice's physical assault of his partner, so uh, the distinction in the league, which appeared to make between physically violent and nonviolent offenses in order to issue more severe penalties for what she called nonviolent sexual conduct. So she's saying you didn't hit anybody, but this was a sexual thing. But the league right. has this distinction about here's all we can do for nonviolent. Here's what we can do for mm. violent. She's like, well, this is something in between okay, because yeah. it's a sexual thing, but it, he's not accused of beating anyone Punching, up. Right. Hitting. Right. Yes. 
So she said, um, Robinson wrote that the league needed to give fair notice to its players that they're going to right. uh, change these rules. I'm with you, though. And I know the I'm NFL's on, on Twitch. People are saying, well, if I got a DUI, I lose my job. But then your, your job probably has to deal with alcohol or driving. Or look, that Some happens, sort of right? Yeah. And being a pilot, I get it. But that has nothing to do with being a quarterback. Right. Right? So, I mean, yes, there are things where people would get fired for it, but... But you're None not getting punished. The, the court isn't at your office. Right. You, the judge isn't at your office. Right. And your office, your company, is not arguing with the judge. Right. Saying, no, 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 let's meet somewhere in the middle. Right. That's not how the real world no. works. You would go to court. Your court, the court probably doesn't even know where you work. They don't care. Maybe you tell them, maybe you don't. Right. But it has, they don't talk to your CEO. They don't talk to your manager. No. It's totally separate. <laughs> and then you go back to work and say, I lost my license. And then, if you, and then how about this? If you did, if you got charged with DUI. Yeah. Think about this. You got charged with DUI. Your boss fired you. Yeah. And then the state that you're in said, yeah, well, there's no evidence. We're not even going to investigate. Right. How much would you sue that company for right. uh, if they did fire you after you were found not guilty? Right. How, That's how, not how a many, thing. How many times has this happened, by the way, where somebody's been, quote, right. unquote, canceled? And then when they go through the legal system that we have right. in place, they said, oh. That's why I just say just let the courts handle it. Yes. And if a, and again, if a, if a team doesn't want to hire you because uh, then they don't have to That's hire fine. you. They don't like your I mean, they, but there shouldn't be collusion. No, they have to make sure that the teams don't get together and say never hire Ray Rice. Like right. they, they can't do that. Like they Kaepernick. can't. Right. They can't do that. Yes. But if a team's like, yeah, you know, what, I don't need manager, that headache, yeah. then fine. Coach and a manager can say we expect a certain level of. You know, behavior. Whatever they want, right. Yeah. Players. Yeah, Man, yeah, I don't think you fit in the locker room. Yeah. You're a dick. Whatever. Yeah. We don't have to hire you. But as long as it's not an agreed upon thing, like we will okay. not, then just let the courts handle it. I totally agree. I know Snowcone says we got to go. Are we like completely out of time? We are. All right. We're completely out of time. All right. Well, it was fun uh, talking about this with you. Right. We missed a couple things. Uh, I would say you could show but... Deshaun Watson. It feels uncomfortable. Stay positive, kids. The church shot loud love. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.